0: Welcome to the ChatGPT podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. Each episode, we dive into the latest developments in the exciting field of artificial intelligence, exploring its applications and potential impacts on our daily lives. The ChatGPT competitor AI tool, Anthropic, has just announced something massive today. We're going to break down what it means for the industry of AI and what some of the implications are. So the big piece of news they announced today Is that they are increasing their they're pretty much expanding their context windows from about 40,000 words or characters to a hundred thousand characters so the reason or I guess tokens so the reason that this is important I guess I'll cover the tokens thing real quick so a token is essentially a piece of a word like a long word might be multiple tokens something like machine might be two tokens um, and it's essentially just the way that these language models are predicting the next. They're not really predicting the next word that comes. They're predicting the next like few letters or chunks of words. That's just how their models work. So it's um, I, I guess what that kind of corresponds to essentially is um, now that they're doing 100,000 tokens that corresponds to around 75,000 words. But anyways, the reason why this is massively important and is making some uh, really big changes is because now this means that anthropic. Um, can essentially analyze not just, you know, like a, a chunk of text. You you get this with a chat GPT where like I've implemented it into a bunch of different software tools now. And if the input or the output is too big, um, chat GPT is like, sorry, like you just ran out of space pretty much. Um, and the problem is with a lot of these requests, uh, sometimes your request and its response. So what you say to it and what it responds is all combined. And so if you have a really long request and someone and it's supposed to generate a really long response it just caps out it can't do it so what's really interesting with this is the fact that um chat gpt and gpt4 specifically announced that they're going to expand to forty thousand tokens and that was like oh my gosh it's huge that's amazing um, this is still in beta it's you know you gotta get all wait lists to get it no one really has access to this but um you know and so that like that's one thing but this is literally more than double of what this waitlisted feature is This is insanity. I'm really literally this means that businesses now can submit like hundreds of pages of materials for Claude and it can look through, analyze um, and the conversations you have with Claude can go on for hours or even days and it doesn't miss a beat. It's able to um, use all of the context and all of this data, which is like absolutely phenomenal. And so when I first heard about this, I was like, oh, awesome. Like it can write longer things, I guess. I think honestly what this is going to be used for more than like creating a 75,000 word book um is going to be digesting content and analyzing things and I think people are not thinking enough about what the implications of this are so I'm going to go over some of those implications because I think they're absolutely massive. First off, I think it's important to note that like so your average person could probably read about 75,000 words of text in 5 hours or more. Um, and so if you had someone that took five hours to read that text, obviously you're going to have to digest it, you're going to have to remember it, you're going to have to analyze it. There's a lot of stuff that goes into reading 75,000 words of text. What's amazing is Claude can do all of that in less than a minute. So it's time to digest and all that. Um, takes less than a minute. An example that the uh, Anthropic team gave in their demo is that they essentially loaded up the entire text of the Great Gatsby into Claude and um, and I think that equates to around 72,000 tokens. And they modified one line somewhere in the text to say, you know, a software engineer that works on machine learning, tooling, at anthropic. And then they, they put the entire book in there pretty much and asked it to spot, you know, what was different between this document and that document. And it responded with the correct answer in 22 seconds, reading 72,000 tokens between the two doc and then comparing that and finding the issue. So honestly, this is insanity. Um, but the implications are not just finding random Easter eggs in books. Obviously, I think the implications are going to be number one finance. This is massive. They gave another demo where they essentially were able to um, upload Netflix's uh, 10K document and they said from the consolidated balance sheet, please highlight the, mi- the most important items up to a potential investor and explain their significance. Uh, first make the markdown formatted table or tables with the selected results and then provide a summary and an analysis of the results and it did an amazing job in a very small amount of time they uploaded uh, Netflix's 10k document um, which is I believe like 40 pages long and uh, from that it created like a summary it was like Netflix has a strong cash position with 5.2 billion dollars in cash content assets are you know this many billion blah blah like it gave a summary of what was going on what an investor needed to know it had um it created cells of data around you know some of the changes in their finances and some things that were relevant really really amazing and so I think it's pretty cool because you can drop multiple documents or even a book into a prompt like multiple documents that's insane first off dropping documents and I can't even do it with chat um so that's going to be pretty cool Um, you can ask Claude different questions that essentially require the synthesis of knowledge, the synthesis of knowledge. So across different parts of text. So like, this is really, really amazing if you think about it, because this isn't just two questions and you're saying like, you know, like write an article about X, Y, and Z in this tone and this thing. And it's like, oh man, it's got like three different concepts it's got to work with. Like you're, you're asking those questions for like, for like full books like hundred page document. So I think this is pretty amazing. Um, it's great at following your instructions in the demo. I haven't actually been able to get my hands on that. So I will have to, you know, spare or hold back judgment until I can actually get that. Um, but they're saying it does better than a human assistant would. And like, honestly, a financial analyst, oof, uh, you got to learn how to use these tools to really, uh, become more effective at your job and to really put yourself out there because um, and I think okay here's the thing you know people are like oh man this gonna kill financial analysts not necessarily definitely not because um, you know me as someone that uh, is not a professional financial analyst I don't always know the questions to ask and I think this is true of every industry where you may not know the questions to ask and the prompt to use now that being said there definitely are tools that are there and uh, people that are out there helping share the right prompts and right questions to ask and so it's kind of like saying, you know, X, Y, and Z, like a librarian's job isn't going to get replaced because not everyone knows the right questions to ask on Google. Like eventually we kind of figure out a lot of these questions. But that being said, I think there's still, um, you know, if you were a financial analyst and you're worried about your job being displaced because now in a couple seconds, these tools can like analyze multiple things. I think there's still a strong use case uh, for your job position as long as. You're able to just do way more, analyze way more stuff. You know the questions to ask. You know the right pieces to put together, um, and you make a really customizable, um, you know, response. But that being said, like definitely, this is going to be uh, disrupting a lot in the finance industry, but a ton of other industries, which I want to go over. So, um, the another demo that they gave was for um, one of their partners, I guess, called Assembly AI. So they said that a hundred characters of uh, or like tokens essentially translates into around six hours of audio, um, you know, if you listen to an audiobook or something. And so they did a demo with Assembly AI where essentially they transcribed a really long podcast into about 58,000 tokens, and then they used Claude to summarize um, and do questions and answers about that podcast. Here are a few other use cases I'm thinking that are going to be quite revolutionary. The first one is obviously just to be able to digest and summarize and explain really dense documents, financial statements of research papers like we were talking about before. Um, another is to its ability to analyze strategic risks and opportunities for a company based on its annual reports. So again, this kind of goes into the whole financial analyst piece, but being able to take a, uh, an annual report and do a lot of robust calculations on that. It's also going to be able to assess the pros and cons of a piece of legislation, which I think is really actually going to be interesting to see how this impacts, right? Um, I'm not sure how this works in every country in the world, but here in America, um, on both sides of the aisle, a very common strategy is that they they say, hey, we're going to vote on a piece of legislation. They drop the piece of legislation. Um, or the bill, which is going to be like a thousand-page document, uh, you know, like a day before, and they say we're going to vote on this tomorrow. And really, what they're trying to do is they try. To, it's usually with like budgets and stuff like that, where uh, they they try to cram a whole bunch of little special interest things in from all the different senators. The senators like, hey, I'll vote and they, uh, you know agree with the bill if you do these special interests for people in my like state or jurisdiction. And um, they they like a lot of people vote on the thing so that just like to get it passed and you know cuz they're like oh we don't want like the government to shut down we got to pass our budgets blah 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 um and you know in fact i believe that there was a a quote i heard somewhere so you go uh validate this but someone said like we we have to pass this bill to find out what's inside of it and it's like anyways it's kind of just like a meme in america where you got to pass a bill to find out what's inside of it because these are huge, dense documents and they get dropped. You know, everyone contributes like a whole bunch of things they want to see in it. And the whole thing gets dropped like a couple days or a day before the vote. And there's no way people are going to be able to analyze the entire thing and make like a very informed decision. Um, and so consequently, what they do now is they hire like a team of 100 people and they all take a chunk and they have to like read it and summarize it and try to figure out like the loopholes that are being added from it. Um, And people come out with reports based off of stuff like that. Anyways, it seems ridiculous. And I think that something like Claude is going to really um, shift this where, you know, a bill might be proposed. And if they made it public, the American public could literally take it, stick it in, ask any questions they had about it, find um, any loopholes, find all the places that money is getting spent or things that are happening. And, you know, if they don't make it available to the general public, at least senators um, and Uh, Congress people will be able to do this, but I think it's going to be really powerful to upload that massive document and really assess the pros and cons of that piece of legislation. So I think that's going to be a really big change. Another one is just the ability to identify risks and themes and different forms of arguments across legal documents. So this is going to be massive for law. Um, I think this is going to be really big just to be able to read through hundreds of pages of developer documentation and surface answers to technical questions um, they did a demo where they said they uploaded. Uh, first off, they said, Hey, what's Langchain? And it said, I, I don't know what Langchain is. And they said, Okay, here is Langchain's API documentation. It's a PDF. They uploaded it, it as a long PDF. They said, Based off this documentation, create a simple demo of Langchain that uses Anthropic's language model. Uh, think step by step. And it went and it created that documentation or it created that uh, simple demo of Langchain. Right inside of Anthropic had all the code. So I think this can be really powerful for code, right? You're going to be um, able to rapidly prototype by dropping an entire code base into the context and you'll be able to intelligently build on or modify that. So really big implications for developers, for legal, for um, governments, for financial analysts, a lot of very big industries that previously felt like they were a little untouchable. They had a little bit of a moat. They're a little further back. I feel like are going to have some massive disruption um, because here's the thing if Claude is doing a hundred thousand tokens ChatGPT is gonna have to do a hundred thousand tokens and uh, if this becomes mainstream and eventually it's just like okay you get un- unlimited tokens use whatever you want and just pay for it it's gonna be insane people will be able to upload insane amounts of data insane amounts of content and just get really robust um, analysis on this content so i think this is actually a massive and very major game changer in the ai space if you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, gpt you need to join our chat gpt creators community i'll drop a link in the description to this podcast we'd love to see you there where we share tips and tricks of what is working in ChatGPT. gpt it's a lot easier than a podcast as you can see screenshots, you can share and comment on things that are currently working. So if this sounds interesting to you, check out the link in the comment. We'd love to have you in the community. Today's episode is brought to you by Self Pause, which is an AI life coach that I absolutely love. Self Pause allows you to go and have a conversation around anything that you're trying to achieve. It helps you set goals, it helps you build positive habits, eliminate limiting beliefs. It's essentially just your personal coach for anything that you're trying to focus on in life. The best AI life coach you need to check them out. Go download the app. This is something that seriously can change your mindset, and I am a massive believer in mindset. I know that if you change your mindset, you can accomplish anything you want to. So go download the Self Pause app today, iOS and Android. This is something you absolutely need to get. You've been listening to the ChatGPT podcast. Make sure to rate us wherever you listen to your podcasts and have a fantastic week.